Hi, I'm Ben. Hi. I've been in Alpine now for about five and a half years. It's going to be six months in around April. Um, let's see. The alcoholic in my family is my father. He's a heavy alcoholic and a drug abuser. And lately, like, I guess I when I started out, or when he started out, it was around maybe when I was 11. I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was just a game. Like, I thought it was a time where I could kick my dad and it'd be funny and he'd laugh and play along with it and everything. And I could get away with stupid things and just have fun. But I didn't know, I guess, I was hiding behind my child. Well, I was a child. I guess I was hiding behind it. And I didn't know that my alcoholism was a real disease. I didn't know that it could affect the family the way it has affected my family. Uh, I mean... In the past, well, I'm 19. I'm going to be 19 April 18th. And in the past nine years, I mean, it's been such, it's had such an impact on me. I mean, not only the bad, but it's brought so much good into my life. So many good people, so many good experiences. I've gone to so many great places. I've done so many great things with the help of Alateen and AA and Al-Anon family groups. Uh, I am currently the... Ohio rep for Alateen and co-head of security for the Comiac Alateen Conference that takes place every summer through uh, Kentucky, Ohio, Michigan, and Indiana. And I will be heading security this summer. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm really not good at speaking. I get kind of <laughs> nervous with quite so many people around, um, but I've moved a lot in my life. I mean, I've moved, ever, I haven't stopped moving. I just recently moved into Parma. I mean, I've lived there for a year. I think the longest I've lived in one location is about maybe two years before. I'm not going to say it's just my dad's fault, but it's got a lot to do with it, but like, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> but, let's see. Let's see. Okay, the problem really is not just my father, it's me. I have a big problem with the alcoholic, and I take the first step, which says, uh, what does the first step say? <laughs> See, I get all nervous. and But um, I still blame myself for the fault of my father and what has happened with my father and what has happened to my family. There's been a lot of damage that has been done, not just by my father. I live in an alcoholic family, and most likely I have the alcoholism gene in me. I have an alcoholic uncle and I have an alcoholic aunt. Now, I'm not in close contact with my uncle and aunt anymore because of my father. Um, some things happened late last year in 2002 where uh, my dad had some surgeries for carpal tunnel, and I guess it's quite painful. And my dad, uh, he's a, he gets easily addicted to pain medication, and it's not enough, I guess. And so he uh, started on heroin, and uh, <laughs> I guess that wasn't enough either. So he started on heroin and Oxycontin and the alcohol again. 
and that's when everything in my life fell apart. It fell apart from my friends. I started losing friends because of it. I started pushing away my friends, my best friends. I tried helping my father. I tried covering up for my father. But the person I should have been looking out for most was myself, and I neglected myself out of every, like out of everybody that I knew. I mean, my mom, my mom is such a wonderful person. She's so, she means so much to me. She's so important to me. And uh, December 2002, Christmas Eve, she ended up moving out of the house because the uh, problem escalated to be. It was. It got to be to the point where she couldn't stay. Where she broke down every night. Every. I mean, she missed work. She missed. She missed countless times. And um, I'm really not too good at this thing. At this. But. But uh, I don't know. I had a lot of trouble with what recently happened in my life with my father, and I had the most trouble with what happened to my mom because of what my father did. And it hurt, like, it hurt so much to see what my mom was going through. I mean, I could take it. I can take a lot of, like, emotional damage. That's, I've been brought up like that, I guess. And I just saw my mom. I saw my mom crumbling. I saw her breaking down from the outside and inside, and it hurt so much just to watch my mom fall and see what my dad what my dad caused. I mean, it wasn't just my dad. I played a part, too, because I not only sat there and tried to cover up for my father, but I told my mom that she was in the wrong, too. And that, I guess, hurt me the most, knowing that I was part of the problem, I guess you'd say. And uh, I'm trying to make up for it, but I feel like that I'm not making up for it that I can do a lot more, and I'm trying little by little every day, one day at a time, to work on that. But, uh, hey, okay. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I used to sit there and watch my mom cry, and this wasn't, this wasn't when I was a little kid. This is probably last year, and I'd sit there and watch my mom cry, and I'd be like, why is she crying? There's, she should toughen up, and... This isn't a big thing. It's not like it hasn't happened before. And I didn't know the amount, like, the escalating bills, the escalating, like, people tracking her down for not paying the bills, not being able to afford to feed me, not afford clothes for me. And uh, I just I just looked at that, and I didn't know. And it finally hit me in the face around the March when I ended up moving out of the house because the problem with my father escalated so horrible that uh, my father, well, I'll get to that, but I had to move out of the house and for my own sake so I would be safe. And I ended up moving into Parma with my mom and my aunt. They, My aunt graciously took me in. And uh, from there, that's where I live now. And I attend two meetings regularly. Uh, but... I don't know. I'm really confused. Um, well, I'll get back to the problem with my father. Well, during his uh, heroin addiction, or he's still addicted, and till this day he's still addicted, I can still see it. I can still see the effects. And uh, But the one day, 
it was February, I walked into my father's room. He had slipped on the ice the night before and fell, and we thought he had, like, hurt his back, and he had brought in a roommate that was a previous heroin addict, too, that he uh, met in rehab. And I thought this was going to be all right. They were going to live off each other and help. They were going to use the program together. But I didn't know that they were still using together, and uh, I had no clue to that. And the one night he had slipped and on the ice in the driveway, and uh, the roommate had rolled him into the bed and everything, and I thought everything was going to be fine. But I had not known that my dad had a bottle of Oxycontin stashed in his room under his pillow, and uh, my father had overdosed that night on Oxycontin. And I walked into his room the next morning to see what was going on, to see if my dad was all right, and I, I kind of got a shock, I guess you would say. I walked in there, and my dad was laying face up with just black liquid coming out of every orifice on his face, basically. And uh, that was kind of a shock for me of uh, what, what the hell was I doing? Why am I not, why was I neglecting the entire thing? Why was I covering up for him? This is really serious, and at that point, I decided that everything had to be laid out on the table. I called the paramedics. I called, I called 911. I called my mom, and my mom had no clue that he was using at the time. I told her everything was all right, and I basically broke down at that point. I didn't know what was up. I didn't know what was down. I didn't know where I was going to be going. I was scared, but... I called my mom. My mom came, picked me up. First thing my mom did was she took me to her friend's house. She is in Al-Anon, and we sat down, and I talked with her and her husband, who was a heroin addict as well. He's been recovered for now about eight years, and they sat and talked to me, and they told me, that, like, the power of the addiction, and I just sat there. I took it all in, I guess, and... I don't know. To this day, I still I still blame myself, I guess. Even knowing I know I shouldn't blame myself, it's not my fault, and I know I can't change it. I didn't cause it, and I, uh, I still blame myself for not being able to help my father because I believe that I could have been there. I could have helped save. My father's still living, just to let you know. He didn't, he didn't pass. He didn't die that day. Uh, but I thought I could have done more to save the situation and everything. But, well, I moved out to Parma, and I guess that's where the biggest change in my life happened. I met the great, well, I've known the people there, but I moved closer to the people that meant the most to me, where I met a lot of my friends, where I met the friends that I've got now. I've got three really close friends through Alateen there. One of them's here with me today. She came with me. She bared the three and a half hours. Uh, but I get, I guess you can say with Alatine, you can be so open with these kids that you're talking with that, I mean, when I first came into Alatine, I was so, I was so scared. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if these people were going to reject me. My mom had told me nothing about the program. She told me nothing about Al-Anon at the time. And she dropped me off at a meeting, and I didn't know what to do. I just sat I sat there, and I guess they pulled the chair, and they pulled me into the circle, and they kind of made me say my name. And I was kind of, I kind of gave them a fake name at first, because I didn't, 
<laughs> I really didn't know these people at all, so I was about, I was what, I think a, maybe 12 at the time I started coming, no, 13, when I started coming to Alatine, I was like, I don't know you, I'm not going to tell you my name, I don't know my purpose in being here, but then, you know, I started coming back, and I came back three, four times to this one meeting, and I got to love it so much, and I got to learn it, and I loved every single person that I came in contact through Alateen. I mean, and then my sponsor from that meeting passed away. She uh, recently passed away in the past year, Sue Cardez, and uh, I ended up leaving that meeting and going to the meeting that I currently am, like, based out of. It's in Rocky River. Still don't know the name yet because we never say it at the beginning of the meeting, so... <laughs> Um, but I've been going there ever since then, and I've got a great sponsor. His name's Gary. I mean, he's helped me. He's been there. I mean, he came over. He came over, actually, when I was having problems with my father in uh, January of 2003 when he was going. He came over and picked me up, and then we went to a meeting. It was it was an Al-Anon meeting. I remember it, and it was just so amazing. Everybody gathered around me. He had told everybody what had happened, Everybody just gathered around and started talking to me. I mean, I got so many hugs from so many people I didn't even know. I mean, I felt so loved and felt so sweaty and <laughs> so kind of it's kind of awkward, but it was the awkward that you like. And I had I had a lot of fun. And uh, from that, that's where I'm still at. I go to that meeting. And I switch on and off. It's a Tuesday meeting, and now I live in Parma, and I want to go to a closer meeting. That's where I go now. I switch off. Like I try to go to every meet. I try to go to the one meeting. Like I switch it off. I go one week to the one meeting, and then one week to the other. But that hasn't been happening, and I've been kind of neglecting uh, my uh, home group, the one that I call home now, or the one that I should call home, because. I feel that I get so much more program at this one meeting that I go to because there's no little kids. I mean, I'm not saying that little kids should not come, younger kids, preteen, preteen alateens, but it's hard to get a good meeting at an alateen meeting when kids don't want to be there. I'm grateful that they're there, but it's just hard. So I decided to wander on to this other meeting and it's kind of hard to wander back when you get such a good meeting at this other one, and you don't want to go back to this other one because you don't want to critique it too much because, I mean, it's Alateine, and you love, you're love you supposed to love everybody there. You get the same help at the, I mean, I don't know. I mean, thank goodness for Alateine. I don't know where I'd be without them. I'd be probably in a rut right now. Uh... Thank God for Al-Anon, AA, and Alateen, because even though even though my dad is still using today, he still goes to meetings, and I know that's keeping him alive, because if he did not have AA, he, he would have been gone a while ago, and I think, I don't know, I thank God for that. I thank God for AA, because... My mom is currently going in AA. She's going. She's been in AA for I don't know how many years, and she's been going a lot more now. And I'm getting I'm getting a lot uh, getting along a lot better with my mom than I was. My mom felt like I was blaming her 
for the entire situation, for her moving out, for me losing all my friends, and me moving out into Parma, leaving everything that I know. And I guess she she started going to meetings more, and we kind of had like a little talk and everything, and I smoothed everything out with her. Uh, I told her that I didn't blame her for that, that Alateen made me realize that it wasn't my problem, or that it wasn't my problem, I didn't cause it, I didn't, I can't change the person. And I, I don't blame her for a single thing that happened to me, because I'm so happy right now with what has happened, I wouldn't change a minute of my life, because I'm so happy that my dad, it's, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm happy that my dad did heroin, I'm happy that he's an alcoholic. Because I wouldn't have met the people that I've met that I have, wouldn't, I mean, I've made the closest friends that I know I can trust with everything, my, I can trust with anybody, I mean, just because of my past experience, I mean, with her, with Rachel, I can trust, like, anything, and she's, like, one of the most important people in my life, and she, uh, she's been there with me for six months, even knowing She's been in my life about two and a half years. I just I started to talk to her. And girls, you know, girls have cooties still. But, uh, I don't know, I'm not much of a public speaker. Uh, as you can tell, I go everywhere. I stumble from topic to topic. And, uh, I really don't know. Um, all I can basically say is that I'm so happy for the experiences that I've experienced in my life because they've made me who I am today. And I I don't think anything. There's nothing. There's no amount of money. There's no like single thing that would make me change my past because I'm so happy with my present right now and the future's looking pretty good too. So. <laughs> That's all. That's all I'm really thankful for, I guess. And I don't know. That's all I can really think of to say right now. I wasn't. Uh, I'm a great procrastinator. I like to put everything off. I, I thought I would do it at work this morning at midnight when I had some off time, and I decided to play a game with my bro my boss. And I, I didn't prepare, as you can tell, and uh, <laughs> kind of on the spot. And I don't know what I'm talking about, but. <laughs> I mean, that's all I can really say. I mean, I wish I could say more. Um, I know I can promote Alateen better than I can give my lead, because <laughs> uh, I know a whole lot more about that, if you want me to do that. Right. Okay, I can do that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Alateen's great. I mean, it's there for every kid. It's not, we don't, we don't reject any person. We don't reject a kid. It's there for the kids that have been troubled by the alcoholic person in their life, whether it be a friend, a family member, a distant relative even. Uh, I know that the 12 steps are based off AA, but we adapt them every day to our lives. We change them just a little so we can modify it to make it easier, easier for us to live. Um, I mean, there are so many kids out there that are so troubled, and they come to Alateen, and it's like an awakening to them, like it was an awakening to me, I guess. 
I mean, Alateen has so many great things about it because you can you can come to Alateen and there are these kids that have these problems that you have. You face these problems every day. These kids face these problems every day with you. They know what you're going through. It's so much easier to communicate with these kids than it is to with a kid that I know in school, just through school, that I know. If I know this kid through school and Alateen, I can communicate with him so much better just because I know he's gone through what I've gone through. He's felt the pain that I've felt, and he's using the steps the way I use them. Um, the slogans, I mean, I can't, I can't even begin to tell you. I mean, think is my favorite slogan, and I think it's about almost every Alateen's like, favorite slogan. Even though they say it's their favorite slogan, half of us don't even use it because <laughs> thinking doesn't really go with the teenage mind. And <laughs> I mean, we like to say we use it, and this really doesn't happen too much. But uh, Alateen will welcome anybody. Alateen welcomes adults. They welcome AA and Al-Anon. I know our group has welcomed uh, AA and Al-Anon. We've had AA people. AA members sit in on our group for a couple of weeks, and I talked to one of them, and he said that it was an eye-opening experience to get the other half because he does not have a son or a daughter that was affected by this, but he has a wife. But he was too afraid to sit in on the Al-Anon meeting because <laughs> I think you guys know why. <laughs> so he decided to come sit with the little kids and get the perspective, and he said... I talked to him after the meeting and said, wow, that's kind of a kick in the butt to me. I mean, I was like, I was like, yeah, you kind of, I was like, you're the reason we're here, but we're grateful for the reason we're here, and we're grateful for you. <laughs> but, and, I mean, I guess that's all. That's kind of sudden, but. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>